It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, welcome, guys and gals, boys and girls, uh, goo goo dolls and goo goo dollettes. Goo goo gals. Goo goo gals. <laughs> I, I, I just inferred that, you know, in my own head, I was like, goo goo dolls is men. Oh, fuck, what are goo goo ladies? <laughs> uh, what do the ladies go goo goo for? They go goo goo for uh, that guy in the band. But now that I'm saying goo goo dolls, that's got to be ladies, and Stone Temple Pilots is men. Okay. <laughs> if we're going <laughs> equivalencies. My name is Mitchell Phillips. That's Robot Spencer. Goo Goo Dolls just played the Greek. Yeah, we should have gone. Uh, I'm saving up. All my, all my concert money is going to see Blink-182 next summer. No. The band's back together, dude. And they, they have to play the hits because they got back together. No one wants to... They're not getting back together so everyone can hear their last album together. No, that's why it Kiss, was terrible. That's why Kiss stopped making new music. Paul Stanley finally came out and said, "What's the point? <laughs> Every time we do a live show, all you guys want to hear is Detroit Rock City and Love Gun. So why would we even bother?" Yeah, I saw Phil Collins like a decade ago, and th- like even like it's Phil Collins. So I'm always assume like, oh no, he's got deep cuts and everybody loves. I'm just not, you know what I mean? People are way bigger fans of him than I am. But I know the hits, but I am going into that this understanding that play the Tarzan song. Yeah, but Does I'm like, do Tarzan I'm gonna stuff? get. I'm I'm gonna I'm walking into this concert knowing I'm gonna know three songs. Yes, he played the Tarzan song. Nice. One of the Tarzan songs, I'll say, because he did the whole goddamn movie. But he, um, there was even like songs he was playing where I'm like I'm looking around like one guy knows the words. I'm like, this concert's for this guy? There's, there's 25,000 people here. You're just doing a show for this guy? Wearing socks and sandals? That's why it's cool that bands are now just saying, they're just coming out and going like, it's the 25th anniversary of this album, so we're doing this album. Yeah. Good, good on you. That's what I'm going for. I want to know what I'm getting into. Because especially you got a, a catalog, 10 albums deep. I might not know any of these songs. And you make way more money. I mean, Weezer did it. Uh, Modest Mouse is doing it right now. I was looking for tickets to Stagecoach, and it's like Luke Bryan. It's like, cool, I like one of his albums. The rest is like new country garbage. And it's like, or there's a festival with like Tim McGraw. I don't recognize any other names, but I'm like, I'm going to, there's 30 fucking performers at this festival. I'm going banking on just knowing Tim McGraw. If he doesn't play the songs I like, I'm ass out on this whole festival. I'm... Who's just paying four hundred dollars to just yeah. just hoping you hear something you like? I don't. I won't. Yeah, I'm done with festivals. No way am I going to festivals anymore. I'm too old. Yeah, and the sets. Even when I used to go when I was young, they weren't as good of sets. Like certain bands were perfect for festivals, but for the most part, you're like, oh, there's a band I love, and it's four p.m. It's daylight outside. Yeah. Uh, they're not putting on great shows. Yeah, one of the best shows I ever been to in my life was Machine Gun Kelly at uh, Rock the Bells 2012. Okay. on the fucking San Bernardino desert and it was like 11 a.m. so we're just like trying to get inside because it's already too hot out there we go inside and it's Machine Gun Kelly we're like oh fuck yeah and it just playing like Blink-182 and Limp Biscuit songs and like starting mosh pits and shit like it was it was fantastic that he doesn't even play his own music That's no he cool. did he did he played some songs but but I don't fucking know them I knew you know Wild Boy that Waka Flocka song I don't know. I don't know any of Machine Gun Kelly songs, but I bet I knew the Blink songs. But I'm he saying was, he was covering. <laughs> I bet you I knew those. But then he, 
now it's I'm like, okay, Machine Gun Kelly, that's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Was that weird time slot because we were just looking for air conditioning. And then I can't go to a Machine Gun Kelly concert now. He's wearing nail polish and like pink and blue pants and he's doing backflips into fucking Megan Fox's pussy or whatever for the he VMAs. Wasn't, he wasn't doing that before? No, he's he was like a punk guy. He was like this dirty dude from Cleveland. Now he's like clearly had sex with some dude on top of a building in Hollywood. Well, didn't didn't Eminem yet like bully him out of rapping too? I think so, a little bit. That has something to do with it. Slim Shady. Well, how are you going to come at the king? You better yeah. come correct if you you're don't. going at the white rap king. Come on now. He killed his wife or so I've heard. Yeah, and locked her in a trunk. Which brings me to my first topic. Nice. Way to get us out of that. Rappers, including Future, Megan the Stallion, and Coldplay. This is the headline. Rappers Coldplay. Coldplay's in the headline. P- Sign petition against rap lyrics as criminal evidence in U.S. court. Eminem rapped about killing his wife. Correct. He didn't kill his wife. Lyrics are fine. I don't get what the other side of the argument is. Why you shouldn't be able to use rap lyrics in court. Well, that... I feel like the reason you shouldn't be allowed to is because you weren't allowed to uh, put Bill Cosby's albums as evidence when he said, <laughs> when he said exactly what he did. And we do have a precedent-based legal system. Because that was protected under art. So uh, if, Cos- if they can't pull Cosby's records into court that's considered entertainment, then I feel like the lyrics should be the same. No, the, this has happened in L.A. It's happened in Baltimore. I've looked up several cases where... And they did murder them, correct? Yes, there was a murder. They were one of the two or three suspects. So they're like, oh, he's also a rapper. Let's just listen to his music. And he's like, yeah, I did shoot that motherfucker on Trinity and 33rd on August 9th. And Certainly like, he wouldn't rap about it, right? That's, that, as far as I'm concerned, that's admissible in court. Well, that's what's cool about... Uh, being a rapper who just raps about killing people who doesn't like Dre and you know yeah. Eminem because they just can make up all the crazy shit they want and they never actually did it. But it would be hard if you were a rapper who actually killed, but then you gotta you gotta rap about killing, but in a different way. Like yeah, it'd be say funny you if you killed your lady. If you're you actually rap about killing your auntie or something, I don't. You're know. a ruthless murderer, but you're just the gorillas. Manhattan, feeling glad I got sunshine. He's like, he's actually, he did murder people. But he, he played it smart. None of his... Yeah, he didn't go blabbing about it none on of his, his admissions. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch him f- spilling the beans on datpiff.com. I just, I, I can't understand what it would be. Aside from, yes, the respect of our precedent-based legal system. You got to separate the art from the artist. But at a certain point, it's like, this should be a case-by-case basis of... Hey, let's listen to the song, and then we'll decide if it's admissible. Yeah, how specific is it? Exactly. Also, are we? did we just pull his hat out of the blue? You know, it's like, okay, it's just a coincidence. He wasn't even in town that day, but he did rap about killing somebody. Like, who's... You know what I mean? If you have, like, eerie amount of details, like only the Zodiac would know, then yeah, go to fucking jail, dude. But the funny part is, is they're like, okay, Coldplay. Okay, you're just trying to get your hood points? Yeah, I bet he had a cool... 
quote in that article. You fucking dork. Also, Megan the Stallion. What do you care about, Megan the Stallion? Aren't all your songs about like fucking letting cum drip out of you and people busting on you and you dropping it down? That's what she sings about getting cummed on. Yeah, as far as I'm, I, everything I've heard, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, it's I've Megan ne- the Stallion, and I've they're never, dropping it low. I've never listened to her, but dude. I, I was at my brother's wedding. They started playing Megan the Stallion at like eight. 15 like between oh, when grandma's still awake between the ceremony we had okay ceremony everybody eat like 15 minutes of dancing and then they did the speeches in between the food and the speeches like yeah grandma's still there like old people are still cutting a rug and it's like drip down a side of me and it's fuck. it's it was fucking insane like talking about oh. getting cum all over them and busting nuts and dropping it low and i'm not having any of it dude 8 15 you, you you're lucky if you get that at a wedding at all. But they did. They we got ten minutes of Sweet Caroline, you oh, know. Okay. Nelly's it's bah, hot bah. in here. You know what I mean? Classic wedding jams. They did the conga line, and within four minutes, we're talking about cum dripping out of us. What the hell is going on? Yeah, you don't play that. Yeah, don't play. Uh, yeah, no, no to the window, to the wall. And I'm an old man. I get that. But I was looking around at everybody else. I'm like looking at my step grandma and like my uncle and everybody's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like I'm trying to dance with my niece. <laughs> and it's just like, let this cum drip out of me. And I'm like, can you Sorry. fucking chill, bro? I have, I'm, I'm too erect right now to dance with you. Not from you. Not from you, niece. From the, from I'm the showing song. it a, a nine-year-old and an song. 11-year-old how to do the running, man. And this chick's talking about how she can take it all the way to the nuts, all fours. Wow. I can't believe it. But my point is, what does she care? You can't go to jail for getting nutted on. <laughs> are they gonna hold? The, are they gonna use your lyrics in court, Megan the Stallion? Some states, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're like California. It's still technically illegal to give head. Yeah. N- is uh, getting cummed on? Yeah, that, that might be thrown in with sodomy. What are they? But what the fuck does she care? They're gonna throw her in the big house. They're gonna chain her up and have her working on a, a, a roadside gang because she let people nut on her. Yeah, this is like one of those uh, like a pirate warning where you see a sign with the dead with the corpse hanging from yeah. it. Like beware, we don't you know we don't uh, like pirates in this town. Yeah, where uh, this is a warning. Let's not uh, let's not release songs where you actually killed people. Yeah, of course. Hey, well, let's start. Let's start one step removed from that. Even let's not kill people. <laughs> Oh, come on. Hey, guys, you're on my radar. Stop murdering. No more killing. That we You heard it here first. And also, how does this affect Coldplay? Why are you putting your name in this headline? I don't know. Maybe he's That's gotta be maybe one of those he's things. collaborated with one of those people. It's funny where they just like went to like the Gelsons in Santa Monica or something, and they just happened to get a bunch of celebrities to sign like a bullshit petition. <laughs> you're just like on your way, and you're like, sure, I'll sign it. You don't need anything from me. I just, yeah, cool, whatever. I'm not in a hurry, but don't make this too long, you know. We'll need a quote from you, a quick one. Uh, yeah, if we can just get a tweet. All these rappers going to jail. Also, why are you coming to the defense of people on trial for murder, Coldplay? Why? It doesn't make any fucking... What's the argument for this? Has anybody been wrongly convicted? Has anybody been put in jail? I don't know how many people because they rapped about murdering and it just coincidentally it wasn't them. How I wonder how many rap how many rappers have been locked up for rapping about their murder. I'm looking it up because that would be probably two or three. I don't know. I haven't heard about it. I've heard about this petition. I've seen that. Um, and it's just, it's just give me a complete list of rappers who've been in prison. 
This oh. is this is no help. That's yeah. That's a tough search. That's yeah, a lot that's of sifting. A lo- that's a long list because most rappers go to jail for at least a little bit, prison for a little bit. A lot of rappers been getting robbed though around here. Well, they they asked for it too. Everybody, somebody at work brought it up to me. Like last year, some dude was walking down Melrose and he's like, "Here I am. I'm with my chain. This chain's worth fucking forty thousand. Come and get me. You know where to find me. I'll be shopping here, and then I'm going here afterwards." And then he got robbed. And then I'm going to Chick-fil-A for lunch. And everybody's like, can you believe he got robbed? He's like, yeah. He made it, he's, he has a million followers. And he said, here's where I'm going to be. Come rob me. You guys aren't tough. You guys aren't tough. Come rob me. Well, that rapper who got killed at Roscoe's, his, it was because his lady just posted a photo. You know, like a photo of her food here at Roscoe's Inglewood. And so I guess uh, one of her followers saw that post, showed up, blam, blam. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of crazy videos of people getting robbed. Not rappers, but just people in this city. Yeah, I'm done, dude. I'm looking into this. I found one article. Immediately, it's like this guy was they wrongfully used his lyrics in court. He's being indicted on 56 criminal charges and violations of the RICO Act. RICO? How do you get a RICO? Bro, <laughs> you're a bad guy. If they're using, if you're involved in RICO, wow. It's like, oh, they, they're unjustly using this against the, a man named Young Thug, which, okay, I've heard a couple of his songs, not bad, but you can't be mad they're, they're using your songs in court. 56 criminal charges. Oh. This is not like, oh, there's an accidental thing, or this is, you know, oh, shit, my, I thought my accountant was ta- taking care of that. This is not fraud. This is not avoiding taxes. This is <laughs> Rico, 56 that- criminal charges, including r- violations of the RICO Act. Yeah, if you get a RICO, then they, once... Yeah, then they know 100% you're guilty. We just don't know how to prove it yet. That's kind of what... Basically. Where the, where they are. Also, in the lineup of suspects, oh, who did it? Jeremy over here? Jasper? Or Young Thug? <laughs> we have two suspects. Frank did it? Or do you think Young Thug was the one we who We have Walter it? Jenkins and Young Thug. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'd ask you to please ignore his history of... Of murder songs. <laughs> Fucking that idiots. That are irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. I object, Your Honor. Simply because she sings about getting nutted on does not mean she gets nutted on. And I think you'll turn to Cosby v. The yeah. State of California. You gotta separate the art from the artist, man. Leonard Skinner weren't even free birds. Although, look at Young Thug. Pink, pink. Pink dub, dude. Styling. Oh, boo-hoo. And that's half this fucking article. It's like, and we got to really, blah, blah, blah. It's like, he's a fucking millionaire. He should buy a good lawyer. And also, don't break fucking laws. And in fact, I don't actually give a shit. Don't, go ahead and break laws. But break the dumb ones. But yes, they should be able to. Break the dumb ones. Yeah, run red lights. Speed. Jaywalk. Go 10 over the speed limit. I don't give a fuck. Jaywalking, I jaywalk all the time. A rapper. Oh, so just do the crimes that you commit, huh? Yeah. Harmless. Young thug could be innocent. Nonviolent crimes. If somebody's dead and you're on trial for RICO charges, yes, we should be able to use your song. Sorry, dude. He should uh, pull a Kanye and just blame the Jewish FBI agents for conspiring against him. No, Kanye has moved on to businessmen. <laughs> he's no, he's no longer. Is great. He's no longer referring to them as Jews. They're just businessmen. <laughs> And I can't say what they are, Jews. 
a businessman with small hats, the small-hatted businessman. All right. Well, that's about it. Um, what do you got? I've got a sad gloves off. Oh, no. Although... We need some sad music. Do you have? Do we have taps, right? Yeah, we do. R.I.P. to the late and not all that great Aaron Carter. He dead. Found in a bathtub in Lancaster, California. Oh, Lancaster, California. <laughs> yeah. I was bummed because... Notable home of Alien Ant Farm. I remember oh, that from their cribs. That's cool. Because yeah. it's not too far away, so I always had the idea that I'd run into Aaron Carter <laughs> like at a gas station or a Target. You know, I just happened to be eating there for whatever reason. You're on your way to like Bakersfield. You're like, oh, I might as well get gas here. It's cheap. You're walking out of an AMPM with a monster taquito. Something you're like, like that. Holy shit, is that Aaron Carter? You're like, yeah, it's a guy doing a wheelie on an ATV. Of course it's Aaron Carter. <laughs> Yeah, well, Aaron Carter was, in a weird way, just, I guess, just a part of my childhood, always in a, never a fan of him or never actually liked him because it was so ridiculous. But at one point in my life, I just, I like just plugged in, we never had cable and I just plugged in the cable wire that was in our house and just plugged it into the TV. Just a white S video that comes out of the wall. And I got two channels. That were actual cable. I just got the Disney Channel and, and the got, Aaron Carter Channel. And I got this <laughs> like Canadian MTV called MMUSA. Yeah. For some reason, I just got those two channels only. So I watched a ton of Disney Channel, and they were always pumping Aaron Carter. Like, here's his music video. I want candy. He just did a yeah. cover of "I Want Candy." And then- somebody actually, since we were just talking about it, the Kanye posted. He said somebody posted that Aaron Carter was supporting Kanye, and that's why he's dead. Oh yeah, I was going to get to the conspiracy. <laughs> we'll continue that. His uh, his uh, final tweet was, "Ye, let's talk man to man." Yeah, dead one day later. Coincidence? I'd say it has to do with business. They're saying, yeah, he knows too much, and he was going to spill everything. To Kanye, I guess. He knows too much. But Kanye hasn't even acknowledged Like what? The, tweet. the insane property value out in Antelope Valley? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. They had the first Chipotle in Southern California. A lot of people don't believe that. Well, Aaron Carter, he gave me a lot of entertainment through and through because as a kid, he was always, he was on an episode of Seventh Heaven, I remember, as a, as a kid. Yeah. His music was never good. He had this song called Aaron's Party, which was hilarious. He, he did beat Shaq. I've never heard that song. I read that in his obituary. That They listed that as one of his hits. I beat Shaq. I have no you idea never, uh, about that song. He also, he he broke it down with Jimmy Neutron. He, oh, had the, he, he, he had the titular song in Jimmy Neutron, and they were like, it was classic, like, him dancing, and he'd do a move, and then he'd toss it to CGI Jimmy Neutron, and he'd do a move and toss it back. Oh, that's cool. Well, with Aaron, he lost... He just had a kid, and he lost custody of the kid within three months of having it. Well, he's definitely not getting custody back now. No. And the girl lost custody, so they both lost custody. And he was very entertaining for me because he was probably my favorite Twitter follow because he would he was one of those people who would just be all yacked out and then just throw it all out there. <laughs> yeah. And people, all the people are just people trolling him or people being like, I love you, Aaron. I love you. You're the best. 
and he admitted to like hooking up with a way underage girl on there and then later was condemning pedophiles and then they brought up all the old videos on him and like you know he's on halloween hey you gotta love that young pussy (laughs) on halloween he was he accidentally left his video stream on and they could see him huffing he's a he's a huffing addict so i think he died he died in his bathtub huffing huffing what what was his poison dust off baby just dust off yeah oh that's well, he had a prescription for opiates, Xanax already. Who's giving him a prescription? Sarah Quill, uh, I think Trazodone. Okay. And then Omeprazole, which is funny because that's like heartburn stuff. But <laughs> and then Prilosec, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. that's, this is no, this is over the counter. Who gives a shit? But, uh, yeah, so he lost custody of his kid and he defended Michael Jackson and he has this story where he went out and hung out with Michael Jackson. He said he had, like, the greatest time of his life. He's the coolest guy ever. And then when he got home to his hotel, his mom was there with FBI agents and tried to get him to lie and say that Michael Jackson did stuff to him. I don't, I don't think those are real FBI agents. And then he said, did what, Mom? Was generous? Was giving? Was kind? Mm. Preach, Aaron. So I was kind now of, they're both dead. So it's kind of, I know, exactly, set up. A lot of things are adding up. They're starting to, something's not adding up, which means it's adding up for us. You know who I hear uh, catered that weekend with Aaron Carter and Michael Jackson? Who was it? Anthony Bourdain. Oh my gosh. It was like a Bilderberg for (laughs) (laughs) anti-pedophiles. Feldman was there. Feldman was bartending. (laughs) (laughs) I almost just spit water over my computer. (laughs) Just Feldman doing a cocktail while... Michael Jackson and Macaulay Culkin and Aaron Carter all just teaching each other dance moves. So Aaron Carter's, yeah, obviously he's dead. I said that part. What, uh, so the pedophile part. Yes. Or the, I guess that's what, uh, he had dirt on pedophiles, but because he also defended Lou Pearlman, who's a known pedophile. Yeah, that one's a hard one to defend. So I was bummed because I saw that he defended Michael Jackson. I was like, the part of me that likes his music wants Michael Jackson to be innocent. And you'd like there to be, like, this massive yeah. Hollywood conspiracy to, like, defame him and take the rights to his music. And, and so I was feeling pretty good about my man AC defending MJ. <laughs> and, then he, and then that's why uh, they made a Lou Pearlman documentary, Lance Bastid, and he tried to get Aaron Carter on the dock, but he's like, we just couldn't because he was so supportive of Lou Pearlman. <laughs> well, you know, another connecting thread. Do you know, you sent to me... Somebody who went at Kanye, Shaq. Yeah. There's a clear line Ooh. drawn between the camps of I didn't even think about Aaron Shaq. Carter and Kanye. Which sucks because as we dig deeper into this, uh, obviously, setup where Aaron Carter got killed, we've both praised Shaq on this podcast when he's yeah. pulling the wool of, o- over our eyes. So Sh- Shaq dunked. And we like Pat Shaq, but clearly he's into evil shit. Shaq dunked on Kanye on Twitter. He was like, yo, that was a good Take one. Take care of your own business. Worry about yourself. That's not my. You don't know anything about my business well, deals or whatever. Well, what he said was. So if you're Kanye, who do you need in your corner? The one guy who's on record having beat Shaq. <laughs> Eric AC. AC, dude. He, Atlantic City. He wants candy. He wants to expose the truth. <laughs> um. What else? Uh, oh yeah. Well, we didn't mention also he has a Medusa tattoo on his face. Yes. That's really from a Rihanna Rolling Stone cover. So he doesn't just have Medusa. He has a Rihanna Medusa. Pretty cool. On his face. 
He always calls himself the Joker when he goes at haters. Because he's twisted. When he goes after haters, he does the like the Joker card emoji. Just call. hits a can of upright cool whip and <laughs> calls himself takes it to the, the haters. <laughs> and then his profile pic is, it used to be him on a dirt bike, but uh, as of the way it's been for a while is him in the Joker outfit. He's It's close up of him in the Joker makeup. He couldn't have combined them, done like a Joker dirt bike thing? I wish he did. I think the Joker thing is is very Palmdale Lancaster. Um, riding a dirt bike, very Palmdale Lancaster. I think the Lancaster life just got to him, dude. It called to him, and he's from Florida. That's what bums me out about him dying. Is it, he is one of those guys who, watching him on Twitter, he was clearly broken and wasn't going to recover. <laughs> so it's probably better that he's not like cranking out new kids and uh, beating up his girlfriends. But it, the idea was cool of him... Being like, all right, I'm the brother of a Backstreet Boys guy who's way famous. I made enough money from the shit I did while I was young. Now I can just live in like a pretty solid four-bedroom house that's not very expensive. No. Dirt bike whenever I want. I can live the life of like a good middle a good middle class life out there. Your neighbors have set the standard. You can park your car on the lawn. You can work out out front. Yeah. But it's still a, a nice enough house. You you hopefully you've invested enough in gold jewelry throughout the last 20, 25 years, because there's plenty of cash for gold places out there. <laughs> you can always get a quick turnaround on your dime if you ever need to go liquid. Yeah, buy a Del Taco or two. <laughs> Maybe throw a chronic taco out there. Oh, he, I, you know what I heard? I heard they, they were killing him because he was bringing Fazoli's back. Oh, no. <laughs> he was bringing Fazoli's back to the Antelope Valley, and they had to... Olive Garden wouldn't have it, man. They're like, we can't offer the same service in a drive through setup. His brother... Nick, you know, put out a nice post saying I never stopped loving him even though we had troubles. The troubles were Nick Carter had to put out a restraining order against him. (laughs) And this is a quote from Nick Carter. In light of Aaron's increasingly alarming behavior and his recent confession that he harbors thoughts and intentions of killing my pregnant wife, we were left with no choice. (laughs) That was four years ago. The restraining order has been active for four years. Aaron Carter denied it. He's appalled by the accusation, does not wish to speak to Nick ever again. Next day was seen uh, shoeless, wearing an NSYNC t-shirt. See, I told you this guy wasn't cool. And then two days after the restraining order was filed, he got the Medusa tattoo. It's so sweet to be like, my brother was in Backstreet Boys. I'm going to get an NSYNC t-shirt just to really, just to really shove it to him. All because I said I was going to kill his pregnant wife. And then and then Boo-hoo. NSYNC doesn't put him in the Lou Pearlman documentary. All of a sudden, he's rocking 98 degrees gear. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of bands here. He's, got, he's frosting his tips. He's wearing sweatbands again. And he also, yeah, he's diagnosed as schizophrenic, manic depressive, bipolar. Oh, I uh, wonder what could have done that. Was it possibly some type of, I don't know, physical childhood trauma? Extreme trauma, boy band trauma. He signed a... He wasn't even a boy band. He was a solo artist. What was super sad... Yeah, Nick, you couldn't carry a solo career. You tried, man. What was really sad is he was... There's a thing saying he got... He got into the game because his brother Nick was always bringing these stuffed animals home from shows. And I guess they had, like, his name stitched on them. So he was like, I just got in it for the stuffed animals, not not the money. He was nine years old, so it makes sense why he would get into it for the stuffed animals. Yeah. (laughs) No, just Aaron Carter. Can't wait to get out there and get some nine-year-old sniz. I'm going to go clean up. He's got some aspirations. Luke Perlman just paying him and stuff to animals. Because he didn't even go to prison for all the uh, assault, sexual assault allegations. He went 
for a straight up Ponzi scheme. And he's like, the bands didn't make any money while their album like was like twenty five times platinum. Oh yeah, the, the, he he just did he just uh, got a bunch of money for investments and kept it all. That was the big takeaway from the Lou Pearlman doc, the first one at least, the YouTube one when it was. Uh, <laughs> Because you're like, and he was fucking them the whole time. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I expected that. And then it's like, and he took all their money. They barely made anything for, like, the whole run of NSYNC. And I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, come on. You can fuck them, but Jesus yeah, Christ. Pay them out. I mean, don't be greedy. But, yeah, he was just, uh, man, what a crazy. Joey Fatone's got to host something on the Food Network now. Yeah, having a He ripped his asshole and you can't even, you can't even buy him dinner. Having the bad boy from NSYNC talk about watching porn with Lou Pearlman was tough. <laughs> and also, I mean, to anyone listening, the last thing I'll say about Aaron Carter is don't forget to subscribe to his OnlyFans, which probably won't be active for much longer. Help his baby prince go to junior college in Lancaster. Man, who's that kid even living with? Aaron? Aaron's party was pretty sick, especially when that kid spilled juice on your mom's new cushion. The well, they are fortunate enough that this did happen in Lancaster because I believe half the population of that town is foster parents. Oh, that's good. So the kid will have no trouble finding a home in that desert hellhole. And the other half have died from huff, drowned from passing out while <laughs> huffing. He said he wasn't drinking anymore. It's such a funny thing to have a Medusa tattoo and you're you're huffing. And then, and is that funny? And is that funny? And you're still like, I'm going to take a bath. <laughs> I'm just going to run a bath. It's just such a, a, a juxtaposition of character. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. All right, is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, fuck yeah. R.I.P. AC. Um, so this is kind of a double banger. You know I like those. Um, we missed it this year. But you and I, we've talked about it. We've been trying to go. We just happened to miss it this year. But Missouri's Venom Fest. Oh, God. I got a new update. My calendar didn't save it. I, got I have it. an advent calendar. It's 364 days. It just I get a chocolate every day just waiting for the new Missouri Venom Fest. Oh, I know we're, you know, we're joking, but I actually am. I'd like to go to Venom. <laughs> that would actually you, be Mitch. that would actually be sick <laughs> I as think hell. We'd have a great time. Together. Get a couple of Western shirts. Yeah, we're sick. Fucking, I, <laughs> they only let you in if you're wearing an eye patch. Wear a cool snake hat. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I'll wear a coonskin cap and just rip cigarettes the whole time. They're just they'll assume I'm the council president. Where's the most venomous snake? But the, here's why. Luckily, we didn't go. Um, it was cut off, called off early because of a snake went missing. A deadly cobra. Oh, no. So they had to at Venom Fest. Yeah, so, so these guys are waiting all year long. One cobra gets out. Venom Fest, Missouri was uh, elsewhere last year, um, and then the town said no, thank you. We enjoyed blah blah blah, but uh, we'd rather you guys have it somewhere else. So they found a new venue, a couple well, towns over. Well, imagine the Venom heads hitting the local bar. And <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> how insane <laughs> they must be! Oh yeah, like just the whole weekend after the. Fest lets out. Yeah, dude. My hometown had a big rodeo. So, like, just one weekend a year, you're just like, oh, shit, there's just, like, a bunch of cowboys in town. Like, more than normal. But, um, yeah, I can't imagine. It's, like, how, like, uh, like Grand Rapids or, like, Duluth or, like, Phoenix, those, like, conference towns 
where it's just like every weekend you have a different weird crew rolling in. Like this week it's furries, next week it's blacksmiths, the next yeah. week it's like dentists. Yeah, that is, yeah. But it's this an one accountant convention. But there's less of a convention and more of a competition slash event. I don't even know what the point of Venom Fest is. It's just a bunch of dudes in like cowboy boots showing up and like check this shit out. <laughs> do they? Well, I yeah. Do they have a? I imagine they have a contest on most venomous. Yeah, I don't know what it is because the whole thing is like you, to have these animals, you have to have a certain type of permit. So I imagine the threshold's low. Like once you get the highest permit, you can get whatever snake you want. I was kind of under the impression Venom Fest didn't follow the rules and they just said fuck it that's the funny thing and is brought all the most deadly snakes so one are. of the snakes uh disappeared they couldn't find it and they believe there's a theft afoot because the, he's this guy said they found the container it was two feet all the containers were stacked nicely one of the containers was separated by about two feet and it was empty with the lid snapped back on so the theory is somebody opened it, took the snake out, transferred it to a different container, snapped the lid back on. And the prevailing evidence, um, as foretold in a rap song by Cletus, no, um, the evidence is, uh, let me see, they're sealed containers. Snakes don't know how to put back containers. <laughs> so his the whole thing is, if the snake escaped, there'd be like, you know, it'd be knocked over, the lid would still be ajar. But his, he's saying snakes don't have hands. So they th- don't. This... I can I can confirm. I've seen a snake, no hands anywhere in sight. Yes, yeah, sign this guy to put Megan the Stallion's nutted ass up in fucking court. She, uh, or, or sorry, he, uh, is off the bat immediately suspecting that w- just one of the two to three hundred snakes in attendance at the event going missing is an emergency. Um, he he. This is why it's kind of weird. Is uh, fancies himself a bit of an advocate. He's like one of those NRA guys, but for snakes. So he's like, I, we got all the proper paperwork, and it's stuff like this that really chaps my ass because people come in and give us a bad name. We're out here just trying to show each other There's our dangerous other reptiles. Snake handlers at the at the swap meet that give us the bad rap. Literally, you just replace this quote with a handgun. The average Joe should not be able to walk in off the street and purchase an exotic venomous reptile without any experience, proper permits, or proper knowledge slash training. I couldn't agree better, Vincent Price. But I'm just going to juxtapose this article. One snake goes missing. Just one silly little snake goes missing. You want to know how they handle missing snakes in India? Same same type of snake. I, I imagine it's a different kind of cobra, but still a cobra. In a rural village in India, a young man named uh, Deepak was. Oh, I saw this. He was out playing with his friends. He gets bit by a cobra. He looks down, the cobra didn't sink in all the way, so the cobra takes another, uh, you know, he, he unlatches, goes to give him another snap to inject the venom. This kid just watches it. He just lets the cobra hit him again. There's no, like, recoil or anything, so already this kid's a fucking badass. But then he reaches down, grabs the snake, and just takes a bite out of the snake. Yeah. <laughs> he just went, you're going to fucking bite I me? Heard, I'll fucking bite you. I heard he bit it twice. So I'm just saying, from the bottom of my heart... And he killed that snake, too. That snake Hogo, dead. right now. So Missouri Snake Fest 2022 just One passed. One snake gets out, and you shut a whole festival down full of men. Fucking nerds, right? So Missouri f- uh, Snake Fest, Venom Fest, sorry, just passed. That means we have one calendar year till Missouri's Venom Fest 2023. Hogo fans, it is up to you to help us raise the money to get Deepak 
on a plane to Los Angeles. I'll pick him up at the airport. We drive him, because classic road trip antics. Yeah, we're, we're road tripping. Me, Spencer, Beamster, all in a, a rented Camry with Deepak, the snake biter, out there to just go regulate, just show up in security shirts and make sure all these snakes stay put. Any snakes do get out of hand, guess who's coming chomping? Our boy Deepak. Because it's, it's a sad state of affairs. When the, the, the Venom guys of America aren't as tough as just a child from India, it's a sad state of affairs. I'm not happy about it, but there's one way to correct it. We get Deepak on a plane. I'm crowdfunding his, uh, his flight. Maybe we'll fly. Who knows? Uh, we're driving. I know because but we got to show Deepak the Grand Canyon. Yeah, of course. So my immediate thought was, let's just fly. But then I'm thinking, all right, this setup already. Me, you, production team, Deepak. Something's gonna happen. We're gonna get into like road trip antics where we we try to get on the plane. The plane doesn't work, so we might as well plan rental car from the jump. Yeah, we may. I mean, the rental car will probably get crashed and blow up at some point. Yes, and then we'll have to walk a long time and. And then that's when I reveal I put it on Deepak's card. (laughs) I I didn't buy the insurance. I put it on on your card. Uh, That's going to be cool. Yeah. Deepak gets lost in a cave. He meets a woman and, like, won't leave the shitty part of Nevada we're in. Uh, Come on. (laughs) Just sucking on the tits of some lady with a lizard tattoo. (laughs) Deepak, come on, bro. Here, look. that's That's the legend right there. Handsome boy. Big teeth, too. He could take a big bite. Oh, dude, he could take a chomp. So he wasn't hurt by... He, so he had... The, the people fine. have built up a tolerance to the Cobra No, venom. no, no. He got an anti-venom or whatever. He's good. No, good guy. Yeah, he's fine. I'm sure he'll be... He, he's just got to be tip-top shape a year from now. <laughs> hit, the, hit the books, babe. Learn some English, Deepak. You know what I mean? Just so you can get around. You want to be able to order for yourself. I don't want to handicap you at a Starbucks somewhere around Flagstaff on the drive out. But also, oh, we're going to need gas, which is going to be 10 times more expensive. I'm assuming gas to Missouri Venom Fest is going to be somewhere around $83,000. So that's going to be our mark to hit on the GoFundMe. Yeah, forget. We'll buy the plane ticket. You guys cover the gas. And that's if the liberals don't fucking deplatform us off of fucking GoFundMe. We're going to have to go to one of those uh, Republican crowdfunding sites. that, it, Like, please let us bring this, fly this child of God out to Venom Fest, Missouri. To bite snakes. Well, who's, who's got more of a gripe against serpents than the Christians? Yeah, good point. This kid, uh, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's, on the, he's on the side of the righteous, dude. This is God's left-hand yeah, man. Yeah, some missionaries come to his village or something? Bro, if we would have had Deepak in the Garden of Eden... We would have avoided this whole sinning mess. Nobody would have sinned if Deepak was at the... Hey, Eve, put down the fucking apple. Eve, bite the apple, Eve. And then Deepak comes out of the bushes, dude, and just takes a bite out of him? This dude could have saved the world, but you guys didn't let him. Because you wanted to kick us off GoFundMe. You got no heart. In in, in a year, or nine months from now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, That's about it. What do you got? I've got a hats off. Hey. Hats off to you, sir. I almost didn't do this one because uh, it's really not all that funny. It's just kind of a, a nice, sweet thing. But you know the band Soul Asylum? Yeah. They have that song. Runaway train. Runaway train. That's all I know is the runaway. Yeah. 
So I'm not clearly a big fan of him. But uh, I guess this song, this guy was in a band. The story's weird. He thought he was he was kind of having a nervous breakdown. I thought he was going deaf from all the loud noise, so he just started playing acoustic guitar. Nice. And uh, that's how he wrote the song initially. I guess it's like a some uh, depression anthem or something. But uh, he went to make the music video, and he was leaving like his office in LA and saw some like poster for a missing kid and just said uh is comedy dead? Yeah, it's not funny at all. But uh saw saw the poster thought, "Hey, let's put some missing kids in the music video. This song's, you know, going to be a hit. Let's get these missing kids in there." And I think they put like 36 kids in the music video. Mhm. Then after a day or two, the studio came down and said, "Hey, no one's found these missing kids. Let's put some. Let's make a new video. This sucks. Like fuck this. And then it uh, took off. They they found twenty one of the thirty six kids from the music video. What are you doing here today? Is this some kind of setup or something? What I mean, I'm just on my way to the beach. <laughs> what what happened to those fifteen? They didn't find. <laughs> well, some they found were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he went to Just the national wine coolers and condoms in their butt. <laughs> they found some dead. He went to the center of national, the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children. Got all the faces. He actually said, "Give us like your thirty-six most wanted faces." Thirty-six is such a weird number. That must be uh, maybe for timing the length of the song to give each kid X amount of seconds on screen. Okay, I don't know, but. Imagine being the 37th kid. Yeah, I, I know. How do you narrow that down? <laughs> you're like this close to being rescued because you're like living next yeah. door. But the neighbor's just like, whoa, that Solus Island video is sick. I hope they find all those kids. And one of them's just next door getting strangled. <laughs> oh, that poor 37th kid. The 40th kid is sad. The 100th kid is sad that didn't get found. But the 37th kid, so close. Well, just, what's the criteria? Like, yeah, he's got a gross mole on his face, though. So he's got, uh, that, he's got that weird birthmark. We need is 36 kids. They gave him 50 kids, and they had to, like, leave some out. It's Hollywood. It's for a music video. You need the kids to be good looking, right? MTV called and said, no kids have come back. Can we replace the faces with shots of the band? And then the first girl who came back just ran away with an older guy, saw her own face on the music video, and then just called her mom and said, you know. Yo, I'm chilling. I want to come home. No, said I want to go home. I don't like this guy anymore. That's nice. Yeah. He let her watch MTV? Not that bad of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was 35. No, they don't say how old he was. but uh... Yeah, but he, but he could drive. He could drive. But uh, it saved a lot of young people's lives. <laughs> yeah, 21 to 36 kids were found. That's, that is a weird number, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he had his reasons. And he's saying it's the most important. Now he's getting all cocky, though, and I didn't read this part. It's the most important thing that ever happened in the history of MTV. Um, Did he not see yeah, New Year's argue. 1999? Yeah, he... Do they not remember giving me my first boner in 2004 <laughs> to MTV Spring Break hosted by Carson Daly? He doesn't remember. Do they not remember me rushing home in seventh grade? Rushing home because I knew the 50 Cent Candy Shop video was premiering on TRL that day. Uh, and me and two buddies 
all went back just to watch that video, and the video wrapped. We went, that was sick, like high-fived, and they, they just left. I do miss that video premiere feeling. Of, yeah. They always had a cool They intro. hyped it up for like a week. The, the music video premiere was pretty cool. Everyone having to tune in just to see the... I sit back with this pack of zigzags and this bag and this weed. <laughs> I am what I say on that one. Yeah. Or watching, like, oh, is, it, is uh, Everlast going to get knocked off this week? You don't really know what it's like. You're like, 32 weeks? Is somebody going to dethrone Everlast? <laughs> yeah, the fight, it would be like the bad boys, Eminem and Kid Rock versus NSYNC and Backstreet Boys for the number Oh, and then the, the NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, then they started, like, putting Eminem in the mix. For a little sauce. Oh, they really uh, stoked the Britney Christina era. Big time. Then blood, bands like Bloodhound Gang would come in. Like, yeah, and dude. Just be number one for a while and blow it all up, but it wouldn't last. But it was cool because you'd have like 50 Cent, Jada Kiss, Britney Spears, Eminem. Nelly, Kid Rock. The <laughs> Bloodhound Gang. And then Tom Green went to number one, but they retired it super early because it was a novelty song. Yeah. Then remember, they'd retire videos. Mm-hmm. If a band just wasn't leaving the top ten, they'd be like, hey, it's over on the 15th. Yeah. not allowed anymore. See ya. Sorry, uh, Lit. You gotta go. All right. That was the story. That was it? Well, I got one more quick one that's not really a story. Is it news? Uh, is it a life story? Uh, sort of. I mean, it, it involves commerce, but it also involves me and my personal life. I don't know about you. And let me tell you about my life. But it was a real treat as a kid coming up on a Hanson soda. Yeah. It was, felt like a primo. I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, you're getting excited. You're, you're salivating, right? <laughs> We were a, th- a three liter from the dollar store family. We'd go to my okay. dad's house, and my stepmom would have like peach Hansons. Mm. We're like, "What the hell is this? This ain't Mountain Thunder." Yeah, the root beer is good. Their Mandarin Lime is one of my favorite sodas on the planet. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You'd be like on a river trip, and you'd stumble into some other family's ice chest, and you'd yeah, have, like a cherry vanilla, yeah. Mandarin orange, Hansons, dude. Yeah, they're, yeah, their orange is so. Oh goddamn. <laughs> so. What's cool about Hanson's becoming an adult, I didn't have to go to steal from other people's ice chests. I get it myself. And Hanson's, they sold it at Trader Joe's, they sold it at Sprouts, and they sold it at the regular grocery store. Most regular grocery stores had it. Just starts disappearing. I'm not finding it anywhere. First TJ's, I figured they're doing their own thing. You know, they, It's not even on Instacart, they bro. Went, they went private label. They don't want to fuck with Hanson's anymore. Then my Sprouts... Gets rid of Hanson's. The regular grocery store gets rid of Hanson's. Well, I got to the bottom of it. Coca-Cola bought Hanson's. Then Coca-Cola started making these ads about, like, the Hanson's family history and about them personally. So Hanson sued Coca-Cola. And we're like, we didn't, that wasn't part of the deal. You can't use our family story. You can't talk about us. I think they got, like, 15 mil from it. So, to spite them, Coca-Cola just buried it. I think they'll only sell the syrups. But you, not not once in my life have I seen a Hanson on a tap. Never. Hanson on a... Well, just give me access to the syrups. I got a soda stream. That's I'll make true. a Hanson's, dude. Well, you might be able to get... I heard... 
Give me that syrup. I'm on that lean. I'm on the Hanson's lean, bro. I'm double cupped up with some fucking <laughs> some some uh, blood orange. I can't find it online. Can't find it anywhere. No, I just looked on Instacart. Instacart doesn't have it today. In a grocery store around ten mile radius. Yeah, Coca Cola just buried their asses because they're pissed. Uh, you know what? I'm whatever because I'm more of a uh, sparkling water. I call them fancy schmancy waters. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your Perriers, your Lacroix. I like a Spindrift nowadays. You know, when I'm away from home. I don't have my soda stream on me. Oh, you don't have the travel model? No, but I'm getting You're a new office even, at work. Are you even a soda streamer? Dude, I'm already planning my, my, my work setup. I'm going to have a soda stream. I'm gonna ha- it's going to be sitting on top of my mini fridge. And I'm going to have a whole catalog of Hanson syrups. <laughs> I'm just going to run wild with it. <laughs> That's going to be cool. And if, if somebody says, hey, Mitch, can I get some of your Hanson syrups? I'm going to say, I, didn't, I, I, I don't remember you there. You weren't with me shooting in the gym when I was... When I was Breaking my back on the phone with Coca-Cola, some <laughs> some scumbag fucking distributor, trying to. I don't need a pallet. I need I need a case. He's like, well, sir, sir, they're sold by the pallet. We're more of a commercial. And I say, I don't care what you are. I want some goddamn Hanson soda. I'm not. I got to see if I like it first. I don't I mean. I mean my restaurant. Yeah, I'm me, a restaurant. Can I, I get a, a flight? Can I get a flight of Hansons? I want all the flavors. Give me a variety pack, dude. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's all about the dollar dollar bills, y'all. So then Coca-Cola just as they dumped Hansons was right when they just started making you know, Coca-Cola has flavors now. Like they're like, Oh, here's a here's an outer space flavor and here's yeah. an orange delight. They just started doing that instead. It's all bullshit. Cause even like Pepsi tried to get into the the sparkling water game with that bubbly shit, but they missed the mark. They put artificial sweetener in it. It's like that's not you're trying to compete with LaCroix. People don't like the sugar. People are just not stupid anymore. They weren't raised how we were raised on just fucking sodas. So it's like, yeah, soda's a nice, sweet treat. Bro, you go to a cactus taco, obviously you're getting a cactus cooler. Not you because the names are the cactus. same, but there's something. It's like... Yeah, you got to make it a treat. When you go to In-N-Out, grab yourself a Coke. Root beer at Jack in the Box, Cherry Coke at Del Taco, Sprite at McDonald's. Some things just go well together. Yeah. But Coca-Cola, I don't like this vendetta. I'm an investor in Coca-Cola. I'm technically part owner of Coca-Cola. And I'll be at the next board meeting saying, where's Hanson's, goddammit? Yeah, I'm going to be asking because... Uh, you got to hey. buy some shares and we'll go to the sharehold meter in, in New York next year. I'll get some. We'll do a stop through at Venom Fest and then <laughs> and we'll show up still in our Venom gear. Just like fucking <laughs> leather daddies with face piercings. Just show up to the Coca-Cola shareholders meeting. Demanding our Hansons. With snake tooth necklaces and leather vests. <laughs> Where's the Hansons, man? Yeah, I'm going to be demanding it. You're I haven't had a good pomegranate them. soda in years. Because you're jealous? Yeah, they have pomegranate. Apparently they have a grapefruit. I never even knew that one. Tell. Oh, their Sprite alternative. I'm never going to find it on tap. That's what's crazy is technically you could find Hansons at McDonald's, right? Because it's owned by Coca-Cola, but they never let that happen. No. Just cuz you're mad that the grandkids of Hansons, we don't need you. Because you know cuz your lawyers didn't do due diligence in the finalizing of this contract. You sold the brand, you didn't sell the backstory, and they won the case. So you're wrong. Be like, "Okay, cool. Don't What are you now you're depriving the public of your sweet nectar?" Also, why'd you sell to Coca-Cola Hansons? You're what put Pasadena on the map. No one knows shit about Pasadena except Hanson's is from Pasadena. <laughs> Everyone in this town knows about Hanson's being from Pasadena. Nobody knows that. When you think Pasadena, you think Hanson Soda, Rose Bowl, Father of the Bride. Yeah, exactly. Hanson Soda first. 
But uh, it's a damn shame. They should. They they were millionaires off that delicious soda. They shouldn't have sold it. All the cool companies just sell out to Unilever and Coca Cola. And I want to say Coca Cola. I like you more than Pepsi. Now it's going to be difficult for me to drink your products. Well, it's better than honestly. It's it's knowing like the corporate culture. It's probably better that they just took it off the market because if it was bought by like Conagra or Nestle. They probably just figured out a way to put poison in it because it saves like three cents a year, and then they just keep selling it. Like so, Johnson and Johnson did to baby powder, it just gave like a million babies cancer, and they're just like, "We're sorry." It's filler. But don't worry, your family got a uh, what eighteen dollars all said and done once the civil suit was done. <laughs> so good on you. Oh fuck. Um. All right. Well, now I guess I'm on the hunt for Hanson syrup. Yeah. Well. Good luck, brother. And I'm going to start diversifying my par- portfolio. Pepsi's got Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I wrote them letters when I was in junior high. I said, can I get Baja Blast in the bottles? And I don't. I can't confirm, but I'd like to think that I had something to do with it. You can get Baja Blast in the bottles now. Yeah, you can. It's uh, Yeah, big gap in time, but it was probably a tough decision. I think that's lame, too. Keep it at Taco Bell. That was... Even though I don't like Baja Blast, it's pretty cool that Taco Bell has their own signature soda. Now they have alcohol Baja Blast. Have you seen that? Um, no. The website you just make that yourself. Like they're still in business. I think that's the what the yeah, ultimate just, torture. The of Hanson's website. I clicked on it. Products shop now. I did the shop now. I typed in my zip code. I didn't. I got zilch. Actually, no. I got a link to a Walmart. Walmart doesn't have them. It's all a sham. There is no Hanson's. Wow. We're sorry. We could not find any products. What's the point of the find my vendor then? I think that's Coca-Cola just left the website on to tease us. Imagine all the Hanson's fanatics going on the site, thinking, going, clicking through. You, you, you open up your laptop. You walk, you walk over to the couch with your laptop. You sit down. You, say, you start playing Mbop by Hanson, trying to buy some Hanson sodas. Hanson, Hanson. You're going to end up wishing you mbop the CEO of Coca-Cola. Because no good's coming out of it. Turn it back around, double hands and mbopping. These goddamn goddamn capitalists. I just always like the We got to take down the system, man. This 1%'s had it too good for too long. They're taking away our sodas now? If there's one thing in America, you you make sure bread doesn't get above $4, and you give us our sodi pops. Give us our sodies. The... It was cool. Brands like Hanson, the ones that have never seen a Hanson's commercial, never seen a Hanson. They don't need to advertise. No. You would just, it was just them. They just had their soda. <laughs> it's, just, it's just us, baby. It's just us and then Jones. But Jones was kind of weird. Jones, I always affiliate, like, I thought it was scummy. Like, I was like, I enjoyed, like, they had a blueberry soda. They're, like, at a vanilla cream soda. But I, I just remember, bam, Margera drank it. Like, and he had, like, his own flavor. So I was like, ew, this is, like, scummy somehow. I, I might have been. Scummy. It was like it was like cool guy soda. Because when I was, I liked it when I was young because it was a novelty, and each bottle had a different picture, so yeah. that was cool. But uh, then they came out with Thanksgiving flavors, so they had a turkey flavor, a, a stuffing flavor, and I remember going to a Goodwill after Thanksgiving, and they had like five hundred cases of them. <laughs> I never touched a Jones again. I get. It. You're gonna do go. Thanksgiving, you need a cranberry flavor, maybe a pumpkin pie. They did. They, I think they had both those. But turkey, bro. They had turkey, mashed potatoes. I don't like turkey when it's turkey. Wow. Once they finish, I'm a dark meat guy, especially on a oh, turkey. So that's still turkeys. 
Okay. What, you, what, you think I'm a white meat guy? I'm but dark all the way, baby. Dark meat's a third of the bird. Brown to the bone. <laughs> That's what was a dumb move is I've turned some, like, you don't get that much dark meat, and then I've turned people on to dark meat, and then it's like, oh, I just. No, it's top secret. Now you're just taking away. Yeah, I'm not saying no. anything about my There's a finite amount of dark meat. In fact, the last two years, Thanksgiving and Christmas, I carved the turkey. And I just, uh, you know, I make my plate along the way. Oh, yeah. No, you get first. Primo dibs, cuts. Get a little primo cuts, the the crispy skin right out of the oven. Oh, and, dude, the... Um, it's coming up, Mitch. Get your knife sharp. Also, if you if you can get a leg, love a leg, get the leg. If you can get the leg, right? But the leg is also a great diversion because it's seen as this prize. People want the leg. But if, you know what I mean? Legs in my left hand. All the good dark meat cuts are in my right hand. Go ahead and take the leg, bud. You have the leg. I got all this thigh meat over here. I'd like to have the leg. But if I need to offer it up as a distraction, go ahead and take the leg. And I'm going to put up a fight. A big fake fight. But when that leg gets pieced out, I'll give it up. I'll give it up. At the end of the day, I'll give it up. Because I'm getting the dark meat, baby. Behind the leg. The tuchus. The thighs. Mm. That's the premium eats, dude. Yeah, the leg has all the weird stringy things in it. Yeah. And uh, granted, Renfair, I'm not giving up a, a leg to save my life. That's a different kind of leg. Yeah. I mean, I have greasy hands. I'm not wiping my face till I'm done with it. I got shit all over my face. A turkey, yeah. A no side dishes. At a theme park or a Renaissance fair is a. That's like a, a bologna sandwich on, a, on the river. You know, it's just a. Special kind of <laughs> just wet hands on a fucking white bread sandwich. Yeah. Oh, take me back. All right, I'm gonna go listen to more Kid Rock. Um, me too. That's it, Hogo folks. At Hogo Pod on Instagram. Any comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old fashioned hate mail? My name is at Mitchell Phillip on Instagram. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow the production team at Beam Jeremy. Um, prove that you referred somebody to this podcast. I'll give you a dollar. It's been done before. Um, once again, Hogopod, comments, corrections, suggestions, updates, whatever you want. Hit us up. I love you. Bye.